0: Thank you. Welcome to Schmears the Deal. <laughs> I'm Nick Feynman. looking at Jake Siwak, who's laughing. We just like had like a false start. We're here. False start. We're here to review episode four of Game of Thrones. Here's the intro.
1: You know nothing, Jon Snow.
0: Hold oh no. on. The Game of Thrones recap with Jake and Nick. All right, Jake, we had literally a barn burner in this one. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Literally believe it or not, I actually didn't plan that. I just made that up on the spot. I'm not even bullshitting you. Oh, okay. I'm not even bullshitting you. All right. Oh all right. Uh where did we start? This week we started where? The wall, right? Start the wall. With a sad, sort of sullen Jon Snow saying he's done, he's leaving to get up and go get warm or something something like exceedingly not cool. <laughs> but but I understand a lot of bad that things is, have happened. That's,
1: that is what he said. He said he's leaving to get warm.
0: A lot of bad things, and then as like he's like okay, he's like broken up with the people at the wall. Basically, uh, Brienne, Sansa, and Pod just roll in. Sansa and John, who I guess have always not liked each other, or just never were really close, because John was kind of. I, lame I think back it in was more
1: of that. Uh... Sansa wasn't a huge fan of John because the whole the whole bastard, bastard
0: thing. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, I could see that she seems. But
1: you know what? It's I realized in this episode that it's like pretty hard to remember what it was like in season one.
0: Well, I have a question about that, but let's go through the overview, and it's pretty pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Anyway, so they uh, they have like a big hug, and uh, Sansa basically says she wants to retake Winterfell. She says that right off the bat. Then the o- Baller alert. The other important thing is Davos, uh, Melisandra and Brienne sort of all powwow to tell each other that they hate each other, sort of. Because Brienne knows Melisandra killed Renly Baratheon. They
1: basically killed each other's friends.
0: O- or like th- almost like the people they were like had pledged themselves to, not even just friends. Right. I feel like it's a little more than that. Then we go to the Vale, and probably my least favorite character in the entire show, that little... Yo, douche robin Aaron,
1: a little piece of shit
0: <laughs> and he is in the tutelage of a bigger piece of shit little finger little finger or who
1: has one of the crazier
0: names in tv show history i guess yeah so yeah we go to the veil uh little finger robin aaron they're... For all intents and
1: purposes, Littlefinger runs the veil, right?
0: Yeah. He's like his big political opponent is the one that's been teaching Rob and Aaron, but he keeps him in line basically. Um he's it's like there's like a threat that, oh, did he give Sansa over to the Boltons? He actually tries to like turn it on them and say, Oh, did actually you could have done that. Um and Robin ends up taking his side because he gives Robin tons of gifts. He basically is in control, but he's not there a lot of the time. He sort of is traveling around, but he he seems to pull all the strings. Uh, He does. Then we head to Marine.
1: We get to Marine. Uh, This was I. This was an unbelievable couple of scenes. So yeah, we have the
0: the great negotiation between Tyrion, Varys, Grey Worm uh miss and I and the slavers the like heads of the slaver towns yeah. who are who they have found out are behind the sons of the harpy who have been trying to kill Daenerys. uh they make a deal that uh very trumpian they make a deal to allow slavery for seven years rather than seven just years. just getting rid of it immediately which isn't which is interesting something obviously Daenerys would never do and will have a problem with when she comes back right in theory Right. Probably, I th- probably. I
1: think then I think He's it'll be certainly like reluctant yeah. acceptance.
0: To reluctant okay. Yeah. okay. This is like good because Tyrion does know in theory how to lead better than she does. Mm hmm. Um then we meet up with the two guys who are searching for Daenerys. Um Yeah, we have Dario and Jorah. Basically only important parts from this scene Daria. Uh Dario sees Jorah's grayscale. Yes. And like doesn't true. weirdly doesn't freak out. You know? You know what? I think that it's because
1: it doesn't really matter.
0: It it's like, like the high the most highly contagious disease on like that earth. It does matter. I
1: think that what it means is there is going to be a time for Jorah Mormon to sacrifice himself. Right. And, he under, like, d- and, Dario and every and that. basically everyone understands that now.
0: I think I think what he should do is infiltrate their enemies and just like like pat them on the neck <laughs> and, <laughs> and just take just take them down and just take them down anyway with the they, disease. they find uh danny in like a not sneaky way at all they end up like killing a couple of people and endangering themselves uh and danny says she has a plan and then it's like but a, she has a plan but then it's she, a cliffhanger it little cliffhanger action which we'll get back to then we go to the high sparrow in King's Landing, um, Mm -hmm. he's playing his classic mind games, letting Marjorie go see her brother, who's the most miserable man in the world.
1: I used to think it was Theon, now I do not.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. Random, but interesting. Um, I
1: don't know, there's like a series of like really miserable people on this show.
0: Well, this goes, okay, I I just gotta say this quickly, because this goes back to, I realized when I saw Sansa and Jon hugging, that how happy the show used to be and how just utterly miserable pretty much everyone is. I mean, Sansa says the thing that's like, don't you wish we could just go back? Or like, I would tell myself to never leave.
1: Well, let's get back to that because it's something I want to talk about also. Okay, cool.
0: So um, back to King's Landing. Um, So Marjorie goes and sees her brother who's miserable. Tommen uh, is sort of torn between Cersei and this like all of a sudden father figure, the High Sparrow, who's just a master manipulator. He tells um, Cersei that Marjorie's going to have to do a walk of shame, like the same walk of shame thing. Uh, And and Cersei uses that information to convince the Tyrells to bring their army to King's Landing, which is going to be kind of crazy. Going to be crazy. Going to be crazy. Um, Iron Islands, Theon shows up. His sister's a jerk. By the
1: way, we had... This was the the third brother sister reunion of the yeah, episode. Yeah, it
0: could yeah, it was a big big reunion time. Uh <laughs> but
1: specifically of brothers and sisters.
0: It's true. I didn't even realize that. We that's had John plot. and
1: Sansa, we had uh Loris and Marjorie, and then we had these two.
0: Uh true. So yeah, so Yara, he agrees to back Yara for the throne, basically. That's that's just like that plot's moving along. Nothing that interesting is happening. We're not dwindling yeah. there. Uh, It'll be
1: more interesting when the other dude comes back into it.
0: Yeah, it will be, or potentially when uh, they go and fight for someone,
1: <laughs> I would say. <coughs> Jon Snow.
0: You think so? Because I think they have a lot of ships, and I think there's only one really powerful person who really needs ships, whose ships were all burned. Interesting. So, we'll well, we will see. Uh, anyway, we go to Winterfell with Ramsay the douche. What Kill. a
1: mother motherfucker dude
0: i thought she was gonna kill him and i was going nuts i was going nuts i thought she was gonna kill him she was so close to that knife and then he just slaughters her of course this show the show has had a lot of great buildups to really big douchebags dying Wait, you thought that she was gonna kill him she was an inch away from killing oh,
1: him. oh the second she started reaching for the knife i was like oh, she's oh, done f- oh fuck she's done
0: Okay. Interesting. Well, I, this, the show has had a lot of buildups to douchebags dying and this might be the most I've wanted. I, at this point, want him dead way more than I wanted previous, previous Kings who choked on poison.
1: Let's, let's finish going through the episode and then I want to, uh, play like a little mini game.
0: Okay, cool. We're almost done. Um, So yeah, we go back. We go back to the wall. Turns out Tormund's in love with Brienne, which is ridiculous. I saw a really funny tweet that they're gonna get married and give birth to JJ Watt, which is <laughs> which is pretty funny. Uh, the letter shows up, which is basically an FU to John from Ramsay Bolton. It's like come and get me, blah blah blah. Sansa wants to go south. The big battle's coming. I'm pretty pretty pumped about it.
1: It's gonna be interesting to see who joins. Uh, the fray as well
0: well oh I forgot to mention there's a Littlefinger says a kind of interesting thing which is that he wants to take the army of the Vale south to go free Sansa from Winterfell so Littlefinger and Jon Snow could end up on the same side which is pretty crazy I think
1: that it's gonna be like a really big really 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 big fight
0: that's a bold Jake that's a very very bold prediction
1: Just no, it's best not. with me. yeah I know,
0: uh, just best with you. We go to the Dothraki city. Uh, Danny's on trial with the calls. Um, she basically stands there and talks about how awesome she is. They threaten to rape her. She burns down the place, the entire building, and, and then walks out. and then walks out of it. She is literally reborn as the mother of dragons. She can't be burned. All that jazz. for the second time. For the second time. <laughs> um which brings me uh to i guess my opening question after this analysis was danny's rebirth from the flames uh and reuniting with that big dothraki army the most important moment of the show so far
1: in your opinion you could n- no but you could definitely make the argument
0: what I mean I guess what was more important so, Jon Snow is I'm being go back to, There are a lot of no, rebirths going I was on.
1: I was going to say probably Ned Stark's beheading was the most important moment of the show Because
0: that took This is what I'm the thing I was talking about earlier and that it went, it say, went from a happy show to a sad show The whole
1: first I realized after watching I was like the first season was so different and then I realized very, very the first different. the first season essentially acts as an entire season of setup for the rest of the show,
0: right, and to actually like create anger for the viewers, almost
1: right, and the thing that sets the whole show in motion, basically, is Ned Stark's
0: death. It's true, very true. Um, couple of couple of interesting points about. So I
1: think. So I think that that I, that like in my opinion, that's the most important. But I definitely think you could make the case that this was.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, this is in. So you've talked about in previous episodes how the show is a diamond. How everyone started together and then split out. And this moment could be like the Jon Snow rebirth, sort of the, I guess, coming back together of this. And in that mold, the Ned Stark beheading was the splitting up of everyone at the Mm -hmm. beginning. I will say also, I noticed we've spent, we really don't spend any time at King's Landing anymore. It's like, even though it's the place everyone's fighting to get to, it's like the least important place, which is pretty interesting.
1: It's it's similar to the Diamond. We got further and fr- We started there. We got further and further away. We're and now all we coming closer. back. Yeah, we're all coming back to Kingsland. Yeah,
0: they're now going further south. Uh, the, I guarantee. The,
1: I would be really surprised if that's where the, the show didn't end.
0: Yeah, but there's one... Or
1: where the final confrontations did The thing didn't is, there's
0: one huge problem that is being ignored this season, and that's the White
1: Walkers. The White Walkers? Uh, I don't think it's going to be ignored the whole season. I think that what they like to do with the with the White Walkers is like they make like you forget to, about
0: them, lull you into a false sense of security, almost. Exactly. Interesting.
1: Um, I think here. So here's my question for you. Sure. Who gets to kill Ramsay Bolton?
0: This was I. We talked about we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I think it still has to be Sansa.
1: I think it's going to be Littlefinger.
0: Ooh. No, he can't kill people. It's the lame. By the way, have you seen The Wire?
1: Uh, I've seen the first two seasons.
0: He plays an equally slimy character in The Wire that is based on real-life Martin O'Malley, if you didn't know that, hmm. which is pretty, like a slimy ca- – anyway, that actor. Um, but he's just like the slimiest, slimiest of characters. Um, I think it's going to be Sansa, but – Either that or, or Jon or,
1: – or it could possibly be face-off on the battlefield between Jon Snow and Ramsay Bolton.
0: I think that will happen. You know what I th- I think it's going to be like the Ned thing. I think I think John's going to lose that battle and then someone's going to stab him in the back. Ramsey that's the what back. I
1: think also and I think it's going to be Littlefinger. Wow, that's we're getting That was the, actually to exa- in, in exa- exactly what I thought was going to happen. Is I thought Littlefinger was going to come and just like pfft.
0: well uh the show loves moves like that, which are it looks like one person is won and then the person dies. And then like the person that's won one has died or like dies. Like right. the Mountain for example. Uh, or the mountain, sorry, like blowing up the guy's head, which is one of the craziest moments of the show. Um, I I have a question, just going back to Maureen, is Tyrion in danger now? I mean, it seems he's making very unpopular deals that someone's no, going to No, I think that
1: her. he's, no, because I think that, I think that Danny's probably going to be back. By, you, pretty, think, pr- you think you think she just
0: hops on a dragon and, and just gets no, going? No, I think she hops on a horse. No, I think she gets on a dragon. She doesn't ride other <laughs> animals. She's the mother of dragons. Get out of here. Uh, still proud of that Barn Burner comment, by the way. It was a good one. It was a good comment. I'm I'm not gonna
1: sugarcoat it. It was a very strong one. Uh, strong joke.
0: Uh we so we've uh we've talked about we touched on this a little bit, but just a question I had written down. Um So Sancho and John's reunion really did it do you think it serves more as like a symbolic reminder of what the show used to be? Do you think it's the the point no. of it is to no. remind viewers of i that? think
1: that i think that all five starks are gonna convene at winterfell
0: da, 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 da. really
1: yes i think that that they're that all gonna meet at winterfell at, in this season how the
0: hell is bran gonna get back he can't odor
1: already odor north. yeah i think that yeah, Bran he's is he's like to really le- far north well you've already got three you only need aria and bran right like Rickon's already there and Sansa and John are already headed there so that they're already t- done Arya is wrapping up her training and we've already heard the three-eyed raven say that Bran has to leave at some point point. Right. and I think that all five of them are going to end up at Winterfell this season interesting rule in the north baby
0: what if Rickon kills Ramsay Not not a possibility.
1: Low low odds. Low odds. Low odds. So
0: highest odds we'd say Sansa.
1: I'd say highest odds Jon Snow. Second highest odds Sansa.
0: Sansa and Theon tied,
1: I would say. Well, do we think that the Iron Islands are going back to Winterfell?
0: I could see Theon if he hears there's going to be a battle. There's a battle of Bruin coming back to fight with the Starks. I could... he owes how them we, one. I mean, he, you know. So so this is
1: now a big question. Is I think that this episode essentially set was another was a much more dramatic version of episode one. It was essentially like a a huge setup episode, but where like really cool things happen. Yeah, and how like how do you see everything shaking out? Like how do you see this fight in Winterfell shaking out? Like it's. I was trying to think about it last night. What do I think is going to happen at this fight in Winterfell?
0: I think one or two. And it could go in
1: any direction, really. Like,
0: well, I think I think one or two main characters is going to die. That's my prediction. Yeah,
1: I think that there's a chance that the Jon Snow side just runs over Winterfell, but then there's also a chance that no, it's a that's, totally even strength fight.
0: No, that's that's. First of all it's a the show loves opportunities where they can spend money on battle budgets right they don't have a lot of battles they,
1: they have said that this is going to be the biggest battle ever in, in Game of Thrones so
0: well I don't think they're gonna run over them I think it's gonna be one of those I think it's gonna be something they they might even be in like classic Game of Thrones sleight of hand they might actually be losing and then they somehow kill Ramsey and take you know what I mean like it's it, it'll right. be a back and forth I think
1: who do you think who do you think makes it through the night
0: through the fight you mean
1: yeah, I mean it was—it's an
0: expression <laughs> that um, I was using. Um, I would say I think Jon Snow makes it. I think Sansa makes it. I think Davos dies. I think Brienne and that would be sad. I think Brienne and Tormund make it. I don't think Tormund makes it. Wow, dude, I would be so sad. That being said, I saw him this morning on like a Geico commercial or something weird. Yeah,
1: he's—he's like, he's a Geico spokesman.
0: Dude, I guess he's taking advantage
1: of like He's been by the way, he's been a Geico spokesman for about I two know, years now, but
0: it, the cooler he gets in the show, the more upsetting it makes me. I mean, I guess he's taking advantage of like his 15 minutes of fame. He's but, a like, pretty
1: he's a pretty baller Geico spokesman.
0: I I just Geico like the commercials are so tired. They're as tired as Iron Man. So then how, all right, so getting back to the actual show. <laughs> how do you see Oh, the, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I see Davos dying I see um, So you see Tormund dying That's, e- that's interesting um, I think one of the Starks will die I, I don't
1: see S- Sansa dying I don't see Brienne dying I don't see Davos dying um, I see someone like Tormund dying I think that he's like a cool but expendable character
0: I'm gonna take that back I think uh, Brienne's gonna die
1: Brienne could also die. I, think could purpose, her li- I think the purpose I think the her purpose in her the show has Sansa.
0: pretty much run its course in my opinion which was to reunite also. Arya with Jon Snow right and get that actress apart in Star Wars
1: <laughs>
0: everything has um, been fulfilled how do you see Daenerys' story
1: shaking out uh well this I, season well i think or, like in the short term
0: well i think big picture i think just really quickly i i think she and Jon Snow are going to have to align, right? Just is too obvious. Uh, it is too obvious. If they fight, like it's lame. That's like if they the, fight, it's like WWE level. Like they're not going to fight. They I have don't to. Think. B- they have to tear someone. Make someone really evil. Um, I think she becomes. She, so I, I. It's interesting. I think she's reborn as she was a couple of seasons ago, where she's no longer. She doesn't want to be the great ruler of marine anymore she wants to go and shed some blood and use her dragon like
1: the it, it leads me to ask the question are her and Tyrion a dream team i don't know be well you've got like great politics with one and great military with the other well
0: do you know the tyrian theory the mad king Tyrion theory uh that they're related that they're related that yeah so i mean it's it's that's a outlandish theory but it's possible i think that uh well, and I guess the theory really quickly is that the Mad King essentially raped Tyrion's mom, and the reason why he was so hated by his dad is he, she was raped, and then he she uh, she died in childbirth, giving birth to Tyrion. Right. Which would be a reason, I guess, to hate a child. I guess I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, I think in the in the I think she's going to go destroy things. <laughs> I think she's going to kill a lot of people.
1: So, so you don't think she goes? Do you think she goes back to Marine and kills all the sons of
0: Harpy? Uh, I think she probably takes the dragons and just destroys the slaver cities. And then she needs ships, though. That's the thing. So she has to right. do something that gets her ships so she can go to Westeros. And
1: I think she needs, like, mad ships now.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of... That's a lot she's of... Got a, she's Dothraki. got a lot of... Also, got the Dothraki a lot of are scared of the water, which was the whole thing before. Also, I don't no, know if you noticed, I'm pretty sure that room where she, which she burned down is the same room where Caldrogo poured the gold... Uh, it is the exact crown same room. On her yeah, yeah, brother's we, head.
1: We, we we've been there before.
0: Great. I didn't S- realize it until room. it was all like on fire. Also pretty cool.
1: the dude that Littlefinger intimidates. Yeah. You know in the very, very first scene of the show with the White Walkers? Yep. One of those dudes in on the night's watch is the son, son I know, I saw, I saw, of the yeah, guy yeah.
0: yeah, it's crazy. It's a hell of a. I will just which, say, which you is, just is have honestly to just like the storytelling of the yeah, whole
1: thing. Yes and no. I was like thinking of like I was at first I was like, wow, that's like crazy how intricate it is, and then I was like, George R. R. Martin was definitely just like, oh, and we'll make him the father of the guy from the first episode.
0: Yeah, I well, but like it's true in the. I don't know. It's true in the books too. I the storytelling's amazing. It's very clear, George, that he just has the, like he just has created this vast world and he's a little lost in it at this point. And I think the show actually
1: disagree, but that's a larger discussion.
0: Like uh, there are a lot of things that have happened in the show that still haven't happened in the books um, that basically uh, are just like characters are on like circuitous, like honestly stupid paths that make no sense. And so the show has like seen that and like brought, them back together like where
1: how does the dorn story like matter ma- yeah uh like does it matter are they going to be a part of this are they going to come is dorn
0: so- coming are they going to come to king's I landing with the army know. like are That's they going to question
1: i we also like realize i think that the
0: sand snakes have to do something because the sand snakes also, are pretty dope
1: we also realize that there are like pretty large armies that have so far been on the sidelines, like apparently the Vale have has a, a giant uh, army. Well, they're coming the to win. They're coming Calvary.
0: to win I mean, that's part of this, right? That's but part of this. They,
1: like they've just been on the sidelines this whole time. We've never seen them.
0: What do you think, Littlefinger? In wants I Islands mean, we talked similar. about Varys. I mean, we the question is a big question. The show is what I does Varys that, want? What the hell does Littlefinger want?
1: I think Littlefinger is much more.
0: Does he want to be king?
1: He's much more ambitious than Varys. I think I think Varys really, really, really wants peace. enjoys enjoys his place and likes likes Tyrion legitimately, and um, is in a pretty significant place of power and feels no need to ascend any higher. Right, right, right. Whereas Littlefinger, yeah, I think Littlefinger wants to sit on the throne.
0: Okay. Does the throne? I mean, the throne's been so weakened at this point by the High Sparrow and by the Lannisters and all this stuff. Is it? Is that really the best thing? I feel like like being in charge of Winterfell is almost well, as good yeah, as King's Landing yes. at
1: this point. No, because like, what's gonna happen? What's essentially happening is everyone's kind of just trying to take each other out, and yeah. then go to the throne and take the throne, and then there's no one to take it back from you.
0: I guess. I mean, I I get. Are people overlooking? The Lannisters.
1: Yes, is the answer to that question for sure.
0: Also, I'm convinced either Jamie or Cersei is going to die this season. I don't know which one. It's not going to be both.
1: I think it. I think it could be both.
0: Wow. Wow. I would love it. I would love it if Arya came back and and did some killing in King's Landing as a faceless woman
1: she's gonna have a cool storyline i think i hope so moving forward
0: all right uh, i did too i'm pretty excited for this sunday it's gonna yep. be a good episode every, every episode of the season has been really dope well,
1: you know we've never watched one together
0: all right well you're officially maybe, maybe invited to come watch this sunday night word so there you go and that's gonna do it for us check out our full podcast from earlier this week jake got a lot of coffee filled on him. spilled on him it was pretty it hysterical was, how are your honestly, pants how are your pants doing ruined did you throw them out
1: i honestly haven't even looked at them since
0: that's disgusting because i'm sure they're they're they were covered in coffee
1: they weren't so bad when i took them off but then i like raced to work and forgot about them (laughs) so
0: all right uh we'll check that out like us on facebook follow us on instagram and twitter all that jazz and like we always say we'll do better next time
1: and stay toasty out there
0: this week's Game of Thrones recap was produced by Nick Feynman and Jake Seawalk in association with Team Panther Productions. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud, and for more information, please visit SchmearsTheDeal.com.